Hey world, <laughs> welcome to another episode of my podcast. This is episode 40 um, and I got to be honest, it has been a total pain in the ass to get this thing started. Just unprepared, didn't charge any of my devices to do the live feeds, cables all over the place, headphones weren't charged. I'm going headphoneless, uh, at least for the start here, which is always like super awkward to me because now I'm like literally just talking to myself in a room. Uh, at least with the headphones, I kind of feel like I'm doing something. You know, it, it feels like I'm actually doing a real show, but um, you guys don't care anyways. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, the Patriots are Super Bowl champions, and I can't believe it. I was pounding beers. The game was incredible. I, I'm going to get into it a little bit uh, in the full podcast, and I'm sure you guys can't wait for my expert analysis of the game. Um, until then, I have a new show announcement, March 23rd. I'll be full band at the five spot. That's a Saturday night. That's 6 to 8.30. So it'll be the early show at the five spot. Michael Kite starting things off. And we're going to have a third band who is yet to be named on that show as well. So mark it in your calendars. Mark it, dude. And um, come out. It's going to be great. I can't wait for that show. Um, until then, I have um, all Monday nights. I'll be at the uh, all Mondays in February. I'll be at the True Music Room at the Cambria Hotel here in Nashville, Tennessee, 7 to 10, singing songs, uh, not drinking beers, because I'm actually booze-free until March 11th, Super Bowl to St. Paddy's Day. A little bit earlier than St. Paddy's Day, because I'm uh, going to Florida with the Griff, but I'm going boozeless for like five weeks. I did it last year. It was the uh, it was a really good thing to just wake up, not hungover for five or six weeks, which is great. Clean out the old system, lose a couple pounds, it'll be good. Um, and I think that is good for our intro today. Otherwise, your dude stoked on Instagram. Check it out. Check out our merch, the Hey World playlist on Spotify, which I'm updating um, right after the show with some new jams and my music on Spotify. Look up Ross Livermore. Follow me. On Spotify, follow me on Instagram, and follow me on YouTube, too. I, I never give a shout-out to the YouTube page, but um, I feel like YouTube's probably the biggest online music distributor. Obviously, there's Spotify. Spotify is streaming, but YouTube has been around for uh, way longer in our digital age. That's way longer, and uh, we have some pretty cool videos on there. And I know with the new releases, we're going to have uh, more great videos. So subscribe to Ross Livermore on YouTube. That is me. And RossLivermore.com for all of the upcoming dates and information about myself, the boys, and any music that we are releasing in 2019 and beyond. So here we are. This is episode. This is the 40th episode. Oh, my God. 40th anniversary of the Hey World podcast. Thank you guys so much for being, uh, for tuning in and being a part of it with me. And uh, let's get into it. Here we go. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love.
we call some live editing. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I should get a producer or someone who actually knows what the hell they're doing. Because I don't. Alright, we gotta shut this up. Okay, mute that track. Okay, we're mute. <laughs> I should have planned that out, but I definitely did not. Hey, Patriots. The champs. This is like the second one. This is this might be the, the Eagles hat. I know Teddy Bruschi was on this team because this hat is actually like super ugly. But I can't believe it. Oh my god. The Patriots won the Super Bowl again. It is unbelievable. You know, I feel like ever since I moved to Nashville, they've just they've gone to the Super Bowl every single year that I've lived here. So you're welcome, everybody. It's all because of my move down to a different city that the Patriots have seen such uh, high levels of success in the past three years. I can't believe it. Seriously, though, it was, I mean, there's a lot of people who are talking about this game being boring, but I don't know. I feel like the Super Bowl is built for the casual fan with all these commercials, and it's just like, you know, the, the commercials become more important to, than the, in the actual football game. And I, I don't know. I hate commercials. Advertising, I think, is just like ruining sports. I think they should just wear the advertisements on their jerseys and just not even go to commercial breaks because it's like it's it's affecting the game. It slows the game down. The Super Bowl is now like four hours long, but um, it's definitely that particular game is designed for the casual fan, and the casual fan hated they hate a defensive battle. But if you're a Patriots fan, I don't know how you can hate it, and uh, if you're a football fan. I don't know how you can hate it because the Patriots stopped the best offense in the league and held them to three points in the biggest game of the year. I don't know how you can uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you can complain about that. And they took home the sixth Lombardi trophy and uh it's just it's just unbelievable. Ryan asked me about the halftime show. You know, I actually didn't hate the halftime show as much as everyone else hated it. Man, it's it's crazy. I was talking to a friend of mine after the day after, and she I think fell victim to like the clickbait, you know? It's like just like all these headlines saying like Adam Levine, like I don't I don't I don't even know. I didn't I didn't see any of the clickbait titles. But I didn't hate the Super Bowl halftime show as much as everyone else because I look at it like, man, this is a band who has been together since high school. They're reaching the highest level of success in that industry. I mean, how can you not root for a band like that? I know like Adam Levine's on The Voice and he has a bunch of tattoos now, which is pretty ridiculous. The thing that I did find the most ridiculous, I I hate the phrase one love. I feel like it just turned into that like live, live like nobody or laugh like nobody's like watching or the, any, any any of these like target slogans target art i think one loves turned into that and then like they had the chinese lanterns just spelling it out in the sky i thought that was pretty pretty cheese but overall i thought the super bowl halftime show was pretty good i think with the internet now we could just hate 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 on anything um i don't know what did you think about it 
hit me back. I know it takes a minute to like type, but I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, I don't even really know who Travis Scott is, but I thought big boy was good. I feel like they should have had him out longer than he was out there for like 30 seconds. They should have had outcast as the act or like a bigger tribute to Atlanta music. I thought, um, but man, I can't believe it. I went to Indo, the place that I, yeah, man. I think that's the like the general consensus of of it was kind of just like meh. meh. <laughs> it's hard though, like it's hard to. I don't know. I feel like the NFL in that particular game is just trying to like appeal to every single demographic. I think Metallica should do the friggin' halftime show. They should have done it in San Francisco on Super Bowl Fifty. I feel like every year it should just be Metallica straight up. And until they do that, I'm never really going to be fully satisfied with the halftime show. Um, But yeah, I mean, like Prince comes out, absolutely kills it. Tom Petty kills it. I think now they're just like, they'll have a band. I mean, like a lot of people are actually like refusing to do it now. Like Rihanna turned it down um, because they're in support of Colin Kaepernick and it's just not, um, I don't know. It's just, they, they book some artist and then they get a couple other people and they try to like appeal to this wide demographic and try to like pay tribute to Atlanta, but also like try to pay tribute to hip hop and all this stuff. And it's just like, just get a band and have them play like Prince or Bruce Springsteen or Tom Petty, even though that Tom Petty year was the 18 and one year. Um, Yeah, that's, I mean, with a, I feel like with an operation that big, <clears throat> you almost have to have tracks. I think most of those bands at that level are playing the tracks anyways, especially Maroon 5, because they are, they like made such a transition to the pop world. I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to do like a full pop show like that and not have tracks. Um, but on that level, on that stage, with HDTV and different camera angles and live editing. I mean, you kind of have to have that show like planned out, ready to go cut to cut before. Um, not like, not like I've ever done anything close, but I would assume that that's how it would be, but it's cool. I mean, like it is cool that he's saying, I know they ran into the same issue when like imagine dragons did the, um, the imagine, imagine dragons did the, what was it? The, the national championship game. I thought that was actually a pretty bad show. Not because like I don't I, I think the band is fine, but they're like the sound mixing of the national championship was real bad. It was like only vocals and all the tracks were way down in the mix and you just couldn't really like get a like a feel for the actual song as it is in the recording, you know? It was just like the singer was real loud and you kinda got some drums and then like all the other tracks were were uh were lost in the mix. But I don't know. I feel like anytime there's a Super Bowl show, people are just going to hate it. I don't care who it is. It was like Katy Perry came out and and like this whole like left shark bullshit, you know? You remember that? And it's just I I feel like they these bands almost like like that it's hated because it just keeps people talking about it, you know? I, I I can't believe Adam Levine has that many tattoos, though. 
the best actually there was a couple <laughs> what was it i gotta pull up that tweet from ah, whatever i'm not gonna find it um yeah it was a uh i can't I, I can't believe he has that many tattoos i can tell you all the ladies at the super bowl party that i was at when he took his shirt off the hoot the hooting and hollering started it was going hard um but yeah i think everyone just loves to hate it's the internet you know, you can sit behind a chair in a screen in a room anonymously, much like me at this podcast, even though I'm doing it live, um, and just talk as much shit as you can and as you want to, and there's absolutely no consequences. Um, but I mean, it's like Maroon 5. They're at the, the highest level of music in the industry. I don't know. I think they're doing fine. I think they're doing well and it's, it's, I think people are just going to hate on everything. Um, but anyway, um, have you guys heard about this Ariana Grande Grammys thing? This is kind of like an interesting story that I've been thinking about a, a little bit. I, but I talked about Bob left sets a few times on the podcast and he wrote an email about how Ariana Grande bailed, on the Grammys. And the story that I heard after reading his email, I read a couple articles on it. And the story that I heard was she was booked. She's like the biggest pop artist in the world right now. And she was booked to perform at the Grammys. And she wanted to do her new single called Seven Rings, which if you listen to it, it's uh, the verses are um, my favorite things. It's pretty much the melody from that, which I'm sure like, you know, they credited the writers of that song anyway. And that might actually have something to do with why she, they refused to let her do that song. But anyway, she wanted to do her newest single called seven rings. The Grammys came back and said, we don't want you to do that song. And then they went back and forth a little bit. And eventually the Grammy association was like, all right, fine. You can do that song only if it's in a melody, uh, melody in a medley. And we pick the other songs in the medley. And she's like, no, like, I'm the biggest pop star in the world right now. I don't need you. You need me. I'm not even going to show up to the Grammys now. And I think that that is just awesome. Because, I don't know, it's... It, it, you know, it, The artists don't need the Grammys. The Grammys need the artists. And I love that Ariana Grande is just like, you know what? I'm not even going to go. It's awesome. I think it's so cool. And now like Drake isn't performing. I don't even know if he was gonna, but like Kendrick Lamar is not going to perform all these other artists. It's the same thing with the Super Bowl party. They're just like, you know what? Like in a world where we control our own destiny now with streaming, with internet, with all this stuff, I'm not going to give my eyes and my fans to the Grammys. You know, the Grammys, I feel like they're just like this. Uh, it, it almost feels like it's a dying institution in a way and they're disconnected with what's actually happening with the streaming world. And, uh, I don't know. Ariana Grande is taking a stand and I, I, I mean, I think it's awesome. And I mean, I love her new stuff. I've been like listening to thank you next on repeat <laughs> for like, I mean, since it came out, it's that and Josie just because the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's like three songs on repeat in my house and it's like Josie, thank you next. 
and I think God's plan. And then King Kunta <laughs> by, uh, by Kendrick Lamar, which Emma actually hates that song. But man, I think it's awesome that Ariana Grande is just like, peace. I don't need the Grammys. I think it's awesome. I love that artists are just like standing up now. Cause I mean, like who there's, I mean, I know in Nashville too, there's just like award shows for everything. It's crazy. I think it's now just like, I, I mean, I, it, it's funny. Like when I was working with AGD, I won the award for like best new art or best uh, album of the year. And I was getting congratulations from people back home and they're like, yeah, congratulations. I saw you won album of the year. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. They're like, so what was the award for? And I'm like, oh, it was an artist development company that I worked for. And uh, they gave out awards for the artists that worked with them at the end of the year. But it's like every single company has some sort of award show. It's like the BMI awards, the ASCAP awards, the CSAC awards, the CMAs, the CMTs, the ACMs. It's like every single weekend in Nashville or there's just like awards for music. It's just like this made up thing, which, which is why I still love sports. I know people like hate on the NFL for whatever reason, but like sports are truly like the best team wins at the end of the year where you have award shows for music or art or movies or whatever. And it's just like, it's all subjective. It doesn't even matter. It's like, if you're nominated, that's cool because it's like, good validation for like hard work and effort. But at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter at all. It really doesn't, especially now, you know, where like artists have, have built their own platform because of whatever podcasting or Instagram or any of these other platforms. Like you just don't, it's just, I don't know. It's not really needed and I think the downfall of the Grammys and especially the Oscars too, they're just like, they're not adapting with the times. They just think like, oh, this is the institution and it's, this is, this is the top of the, the, the food chain for this particular art. And it's just, it's becoming irrelevant, especially like, I mean, I'm 34. So like, it's still kind of important because, you know, I, I, I was a music fan before streaming um, but for kids born in like the nineties, I mean, I don't know if any of them, I don't know if any of my friends that are in their twenties even watches or pays attention to the Grammys at all. I'd be curious. I'm, I actually have no idea what their like TV ratings are, but I'm sure they've gone down, but it's wild. It's, it's really interesting when you hear this story about, uh, about Ariana Grande and her like the Grammys trying to push her around and decide what she gets to play on their show when she's like the biggest star in the world right now. It's wild, but more power to her and more and and I mean like more power to Maroon Five too. Like, or it's it's you know, it's easy for someone to just like sit on their couch and be like Maroon Five sucks. The show was crap. It's like, do you realize how hard it is to actually put on a halftime show at the Super Bowl? I would I would imagine it's probably like one of the most difficult performances that the band has to do and the crew 
and like how many cameras and how many crew members are involved behind the scenes. I don't know. It's hard for me to watch a show like that and just be like, it sucked. That band is terrible. I mean, I thought it was fine. It's all like, it's crazy. But that's the internet. Everyone has an opinion. I mean, it's not as good as Prince. But I mean, like, who is as good as Prince? You know? That's like judging the rest of the NFL against Tom Brady. Like, who's really as good as Tom Brady? No one. You know? Who has six rings? Tom Brady. Bill Belichick. No one else. You know? It's like everyone else is fighting for, uh... <laughs> everyone else is fighting for second place. You know? But, I mean, every every performance at that level is always going to be a good performance. You know? I mean, Bruno Mars kicked ass, too. Bruno Mars is kind of like... He's hard to beat. But he's in a, he's on a different level of performance, too. Like, his... His show, his band, his whole thing is like, he's one of the best. And then Tom Petty. I mean, when Bruce Springsteen performed, I remember people were talking like talking shit about him like doing the knee slide across the stage. It's like, dude, the guy's 60. He's still kicking ass, playing like four-hour shows a night, doing knee slides across the stage. It's like, let's just let him play. He's awesome. I mean, he's like an American treasure. And people are just like, oh, Bruce Springsteen, he's just like a dad band. It's like, please, you get up there. How about you start a band and get famous enough to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? And if you do, you'll probably never talk shit about another Super Bowl performance ever again in your life. I don't know. But that's the world we live in. Everyone has a voice. And everyone has an opinion. And every opinion's valid. And every opinion is right. But I don't know. It's hard. It's a it's a it's a weird it's a weird world. Um, but a part of me doesn't even really care too much about the halftime show if the Patriots are in it. I remember like that eighteen and one season. It was like yeah, Tom Tom Petty, and that was like a, still a game. I mean, that's the thing about this game too. People were saying how boring it was. But I mean, it was still anybody's game deep into the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy Lever says, I'm not talented enough. No, me neither, dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was still anybody's game into the fourth quarter. And people were like, it was boring. There wasn't enough touchdowns. It's like it was a defensive masterpiece by Bill Pelichek stopping the best offense in the league the whole season, holding him to three points. Incredible game. People are just going to hate because it's just casual fans and they all have a Twitter account, so they're just going to be like, this game is boring. Maroon 5 sucks. It's like, shut up. Who cares? No one cares about your opinion. You got nothing to say, nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Is that the phrase? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like the guy in... Uh, Oh, what the... I don't even know. I don't even know. This podcast is terrible. <laughs> this is a bad one. Episode 40's going down the tubes. Um, But, man. I'm so happy. I, like... I'm finally starting to get it back into my life. You know? It's like, the next day, 
I was super hungover. I'm actually off the booze until March 11th. Last year, I did Super Bowl to St. Patty's Day. Um, see, right? The game was awesome. It was a great game. It's like a pitcher's duel. It's like when you have two amazing pitchers going back and forth, and there's the, the casual fan just going to be like, I didn't like the game because there's not a lot of home runs. It's like, please. You don't like baseball. You have ADD. You know what I mean? <laughs> people just, I don't know. People just can't appreciate greatness when it's right staring them in the face. I mean, I think Patriots fans do because they know that it can't last forever. Like, Tom Brady is probably going to be done at 45. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, it was fine. <laughs> See, I think I think most people did actually hate the Super Bowl, the the halftime show. But I thought it was fine. I mean, I wouldn't put it in my top 10. But I didn't think it sucked. You know. I wish Big Boy was out there longer and I thought I wish they brought Andre 3000 out too. I it should have just been like if Maroon 5 was like the main act that they committed to, which they only booked like a month before. Was that I think that's what it was? It should have been half. Um, it should have been half Maroon Five, half Outcast, or it should have just been Outcast, like a big. That's why I think Metallica should have done it in San Francisco. It's like a tribute to like a band from the actual city, you know. But I don't know. The NFL's weird. They make weird choices. Yeah, oh, totally. And now, see, I had a <laughs> hashtag bring back big boy. I, I mean, he was out there for like a minute, tops. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows these days? But anyway, I feel like that's probably a good place to end this one. This one went off the rails. Did they break up? Did Outcast actually break up? Maybe I just have like the wrong information. Or maybe they're on a hiatus, you know, kind of like the Rolling Stones. And then they came back when they were like in their 70s and they're like, we're back. We're going to play again. Who knows? You never really know. Like, I don't think bands, I mean, bands don't need to break up. They can just be like, okay, like we're not getting along, but we've put out amazing music. Let's just like take five years off and then like come back and be fine again. I don't know. Maybe maybe Outcast did break up. But I don't even know who Travis Scott is actually. That was one that was like, all right, now there's just this guy on there. I know Stefan probably hated the Super Stefan, what did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? I'm sure you he's just going to write sucked. <laughs> oh man. Who knows? But I thought it was fine. I don't even really care. I'm just happy with the result of the game. Horrible. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Just, uh, Jimmy, just write like a couple like badass double albums and then like make a ton of money and invest in like corporate cannabis. And just let that take off for the next five years and you'll be fine. This is my business advice. This is what I'm trying to do. 
make a ton of money, invest it in corporate cannabis, and just let that money make money, and then I'll retire at like 40. <laughs> It'll be great. And that, by the way, that fur coat was the shit. Bring back big, hashtag bring back big boys fur coat. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. So funny. Wow. Well, this one went off the rails. I guess I should probably plan what I'm actually going to talk about before I do the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like that's a good place. Dude, a hundred bucks in like five years. That'll make you like 375 or something like that. You can retire on that. 375 in five years, the way that inflation's going, will end up being like 600 bucks. Round up to a thousand. You'll be fine. That's good. A thousand bucks is good enough to take like five years off. You know, just if you're just invest, just invest it, dude. Get on one of these invest. Get on like stash or, or acorns. Make some smart investments with a thousand bucks. Take five years off. You'll be solid. See you in five years, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Cadillac should have had, um, hydraulics did it 500 bucks dude hell yeah oh my god anyway well i feel like that's a good point to maybe end episode 40 <laughs> what do you say well thank you guys for tuning in i'll see you next week i'll be talking about some musical stuff and uh go pats it's gonna be a great off season and the 2019 season All right, I'll see you guys next week. Okay.